We started from Batisa Kol I believe. Batisa Kol and the whole nation lifted up their voice. So Yinu is Kolam, and they raised their voice. Vayifku, and they cried. Amar Rabba, Amar Rabba says in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, Oisa Hayyim. That day that the Meraglim returned with their report, Erev Tishavav Hayyim. It was Erev Tishavav. And that night, that the Pasuk is describing that they were crying, was the night of Tishavav. You, you, you added the word Erev. I didn't. My Gemara did. Oh. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a different size of it. Yours says Leil Tishavav, and it's oh, different. Oh, so Hayyim Tishavav. Yeah, mine adds the word Right. Yeah. So, they cry, they cry of not or no reason. I will um, set for them a crying for generations. And as we spoke out last week, this does not mean that it was patch, you know, I'll give you something to cry about. It means is that the day is mesugal for tragedy. Okay, then the pasuk continues. And the whole group, I mean the Meraglim said, They said to stone them with stones. And it's also written, meaning the next pasuk it says, or further in the pasuk it says, Hashem. And the covenant of Hashem was seen in the oil moid. So says the Gemara, Amr of Chir Abba says, the juxtaposition and the way the Pasuk is laid out, that it goes from Lirgam Aisam Avanim to stone them with stones. And immediately after that, saying, Hashem is telling us, Melamedis teaches us, Shenotlu Avanim, that they, the Miraglim, took stones. Vizarkum klape mala, and they threw them up towards Hashem. And again, there's different explanations. It could mean that they threw it to Moshe Rabbeinu, who was representing the Rebbeinu Shalelam, and it was Kilu. They're throwing it now at Hashem, or they're throwing it at the Anan, the cloud, which was by the oil Maid. But again, as you see, there's a, a uh, they start against the land, then they go to Kalev and Yeshua, then they go to Moshe, then they go to they talk about Moshe Rabbeinu, they go to Hashem, and now they're going even further and being the vaza and throwing the stone towards HaKadosh Baruch. Okay. Then, now we get to the psukim that describe so their the punishment. Says, and they said, and all that he was said to throw a stone to God. So, right. so, so there's, we don't see the action from that. You're right, right. But Rashi is mashma that... Um, Lirgum Isam Vakoin that they were gonna throw it there also. Maybe they said they were gonna throw it there, but this was a So what's that then? I don't know. I don't know. What's the circle? I don't know if it literally what means to throw. To throw. They no, no, but they said to throw it. They said it was only it was only a, a, yeah. uh, a strong suggestion. <laughs> I mean it does yeah, yeah. I don't know. Vayamusu and you have one else. Vayamusu ha Maybe. We usually don't say that then. We don't say Machshavarah, Kadesh Baruch Hu Mazar, Lamaisi. What was that? It says Shinnah. 
Yeah, but Rabbi Rabbi Benalli is asking, where in the Gemara, where in the Pasuk do you see that? The Gemara says they they, they, they were throwing it, but that was part of their Vayomru. You have to know if the yeah. Vayamusu ha'anoshim, moitzie divas ha'aretz ra'a, and the men who spoke the evil report about the land died. Ba magefa in a plague. So why did it say Bamagefa instead of Bimagefa? Amr of Shimon Lakish of Shimon Lakish says Shemesu Misa Meshuna that they died a Misa Meshuna. Bamagefa is telling us that they died in a specific kind of Magefa, one that fit the crime, one that was Mida Kenege Mida. As the Gemara explains, Amr of Chanina Rav Papa, Rav Chanina Rav Papa says Dara Shepshilo Ish Kfar Tamrasa. Reb from Kfar Tamrosa Darshin, Melame, this teaches us the fact that it was a Midah Kadek it was a punishment that fit the crime. Melame, this teaches us, that their tongue extended, and it fell down to their navel. It extended all the way out and fell to their navel. And there were bugs. Who were going out of their tongue, and then entered Bitiburam into their navel. Umitiburam and other bugs were coming out, were coming out from the navel, and then were going into their tongue. We spoke out last week. They used their tongues to speak badly about Eretz Yisrael, which is the Tibur Ha'aret, which is the center of the earth. Okay? says, they die with Askara, which is the pteria, which is a choking thing, which is by the throat, but it starts lower down in the abdomen or somewhere in that area, and that's like the navel. A similar concept, but it was it's uh it was not their tongue was being extended, that's what happened over here. Where did you say to What was the source? Where was where, where you said it was from Ian Yaakov. Um yeah, there's a famous story with Ramosha. Ramosha, I don't want to use up the time over here, but Ramosha, I'm just going to say very, very quickly, Ramosha went to visit a Yid in Luban who had a similar um, ailment to something like the Gemara is describing about the Miraglim. And the reason why he got this it doesn't, the way it's described in the tshuva, I'm not sure it's exactly the same thing, but it's quite similar. And what happened was that the, he had a dream. After he had a dream, when he had, after he had the sickness, he had a dream. And in the dream, he saw two elderly women. And these elderly women said, we are the daughters of light. And the reason why you're getting punished is because you spoke very disparagingly about us about what we did. And she said, they said, you should know the reason why we named our children, in other words, because of what they did and how they named their children that Amun Amayev. So they said the reason why we named our children Amun Amayev is because we wanted it to be very clear that these children were born from our father because it, we were the only ones there. It was only our father and us. 
And we didn't want anyone to think that there was, um, I forgot how the immaculate, immaculate conception, that it was a, a, a god or something. Because, oh, the father, for sure not, it's not going to be the father. So, Mamela, we had, L'shem Shamayim, we named our children Am and Amayev, and because you spoke so disparagingly about us, this is the Einish that you get for speaking Lashonara to such, such a degree. That's the Maish that Maisha writes. The Hakdama to English Maisha. Anyways, just saying that's what Maisha writes. In the past twenty-five, in the past twenty years, for sure, I'm sure he has. Oh, really? I don't know. So the pasuk says, the Gemara says, the Brisa continues. And once the last of Klal Yisrael went up from the Yardin, on the western side of the Yardin, the water went back to their place, meaning back to flowing. As it says in the Pasuk, Once the Kaihanim, who were carrying the Bris Hashem, when they were going up, from the Yardin, Nosku Kapais Raglaya Kehanim El Hacharova. The palms of the feet of the Miragla moved onto the dry land. Vayashuvu Meha Yardin Limkaiman Limkaimam and the waters of the Yardin returned to their place. Bayelchu and they went and flowed Kitmail Shulshem like yesterday and two days ago. Al Kol Gidaisov on all of its banks. That's how the Pasuk continues. So you see that the water went back once the last of Klai Yisrael went up. And now the once that happened, the Kahanim went up onto the dry land and then the water flowed. One second, one second, one second. Just means to like move. Yeah, like uh, the Sikh is like cutting, but it's like they cut. It was cut, meaning they moved onto the dry land. Yes. How do we see, or at this point, do we know they're on opposite sides? Well, it's, it's Nimtza because of the way the Pasuk says it. Meaning, it says, the, the Gemara is saying, once the last of Klal Yisrael went from the Yardin, the water was going back. As the Pasuk is saying, that it's like the Kehanim, at the same, the Yisraelim went up to the side, on the western side. The Kehanim, at the same time that the water is coming back, they were, so to speak, moved. They took a step, they were like, what, taking one step back onto the dry land, and the water is coming. So it's the back onto Limkoma. the eastern side. It's the Mkhaibah is the water flowing back in the into the river. It sounds like the last ones were the colony, you know. It sounds like when the last ones came up, that's when the water was right, split it, again. What? No, no, we're gonna see in the Hamshaq Kagama. It sounds like the last ones were the colony. Yeah, yeah. I mean they were technically the last ones there, but it, the Pasuk is saying that they were like they were they took a step back and the water started flowing. Why didn't you just follow up? Why didn't want just... Well, let, let's see the Pesukah. Let's see the Gemara. Because the Gemara is going to address that. You're asking... What, what are you asking? It says, when, when did the waters go back? When the last ones came out. And then it tells us this whole thing with the Kohanim. So it sounds like the Kohanim were the last ones. Hmm? They drink the... The word says... Um, the last one, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Meaning, they left 
and the Orin, which was the source for how it was, uh, you know, standing upright, then took Nasku, they took a step back, and they moved back to the dry land. Don't say they crossed it and then went on. So there. who's they, the last one? When it says, when it says, um, when it says that, um, once the last of Klai Yisrael that were crossing the Yarden went up, yes. the waters went back. Now, that doesn't mean that that moment the waters went back, because you're right, the Arun was still there. Right. What happened was that the water, the Kehanim went, took one step back onto the dry land, and the waters then continued, or went back to their so, natural so course. So it wasn't really the last one. It was with the Kahanam Levi, technically, yes, yes, yeah. Now, Nimza comes out, Aron v'noisov, the Kahanim mitzad echad, the Aron, and those who were carrying it, the Kahanim mitzad echad, were on one side of the river, the Yisrael mitzad echad, and Klal Yisrael was on the other side, on the western side of the Jordan. Says the Gemara, Nasa Arainas Naisov, the Arain carried those who were carrying it, the Avar and crossed the Yardin. Shinamars, it says in the Pasuk, Vayhi and it was, Kashatam Kalhaam Lavar, and it was when all of the nation completed to pass and to cross the Yardin, Vayavar Arain Hashem, Vehakaihanim, and the Arain of Hashem and the Kehanim passed, crossed. And pe- and went lefnei ha'am to the front of the nation in front of Klai Yisrael. So the Kohanim and those and the Arun, so to speak, went up on the magic carpet, so to speak, crossed the Yarden and over like all. That's what you wish to have when you're in traffic over everyone and getting to the front of Klai Yisrael. Okay. Lefnei ha'am, yes. Isn't the reason why they say that the carrying those who carry those? That's, we're not going to, that's not relevant to, yeah, that's Truma, but that's, we're just saying what the Gemara says, they, they, they carry them, they carry them, that's, usually it's not the matter of going above something else, it's just that it's, it's like it was, I mean it wasn't like a, I don't think it was like a, uh, you have to look, look at the part of Truma, that's not relevant to write it to this Gemara, but that's a different kind of carry, Okay? I don't think that we find in, in, uh, in Midwar that they were crossing rivers. So it wasn't that kind of... It was an Aron, I say it's nice of. But here is that they, they were carried across. Okay? What are you tagging, Brian? I don't know. You had some kind of issue? I was just tagging on my Okay. Okay. Says the Gemara. Okay. <clears throat> This is where we got up to. About this matter, about this matter, Nenash Uzzah. Uzzah was punished. Who was Uzzah? Uzzah was punished at the time of King Dovar Amalek. Let's see what the story was. Shenemar. And it says, as it says in the Pasuk, so now just to, just to uh, get the historical position. Remember we were talking about the Arun was generally carried by the Levium. Sometimes it was carried by the Kehanim. And we discussed then that there was a time that the Arun was captured by the Plishtim. 
And it was moved from city to city because each city that the Aaron was in by the Plishtim got a mysterious ailment, a mysterious sickness, and eventually it came back. It was brought back on a wagon. David HaMelech put it on a wagon. Well, originally it was brought, the cows just brought it, um, and then David HaMelech was bringing it on a wagon to where it was going to go, to that the person's house, Gidon's house, whatever it is, over there. And then it went to Ir David before going to the Makam HaMikdash. Now, when that was happening, so now the Aaron HaKadosh is now on a wagon that David HaMelech put it on to send it back to a, someone's house to be, uh, you know, to have the, a temporary residence. The Mishkan was already not in service. Regular manner. Okay? That's the... Yeah. So the Pasuk says, Vayavoyu, and they came, meaning the wagon and the whole entourage came, Ad Goiren Kidon, until the Goiren, the threshing floor of Kidon. And what happened then... Okay, I'm going to read it one more time. So if you, if you want to write it in, this is a good time. Vayihi, and it was. Vayavoyu, and they came. The Oren, sitting on the wagon, came. Ad goiren kidon. Until the threshing floor of kidon. And what happened then was that the Oren started slipping off of the wagon. And Uzo, who was... A uh, you know a, a minister or a servant or one of the a, a part of David Hamelech's team, so to speak, was there. Says the pasuk, "Vayishlach Uza es yadai," and Uza stretched out his hand, "Lechoyz es ha'aron," to grab the aron. The aron is on the wagon. It gets to. Gurren Kidon, the threshing floor of Kidon, and all of a sudden it starts slipping, and it seems like it's going to fall off of the wagon. So, Vayishlach Uza as Yadai Lachaz Uza stretches out his hand, he wants to catch the Aaron to make sure it doesn't fall. Amr Lehakadish Baruch, Lehakadish Baruch, so to speak, said to him, Uza, Uza, nice of Nasa, it carriers, it carried, nice of. Those who carried it, Nasa, it, the Aron, carried. Atzmai, like Kal Shekain. Atzmai, like Kal Shekain. Itself isn't, isn't, doesn't, all the more so that itself it should be able to carry. And you're trying to catch it. Obviously, there's something else going on over here. It's slipping off. You know that the Aron carries those who carry it. So what, you think you have to stretch your hand out to catch it? Says the Gemara, the Pasuk says, And the anger of Hashem flared up against Uzzah, and he was, you know, he got patched there, meaning he died. One second, hold on a second. And Hashem gave him a patch over there that he died. Al Hashal 
on the shawl, as we'll see in a minute, because of the shawl, and the Pasuk says, Vayom Hashem, etc. Now, what does it mean in the Pasuk, shawl, al hashal, about shawl? Rabbi Yechonam, Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Yechonam, Rabbi Lazar. Charamar once says that what it means is, Vayakehu Shom al hashal, al you're supposed to say all iske shalu. I'm I'm gonna read it. I'm just giving the. <laughs> you're not reading it. You mean you're gonna not read it until? <laughs> I'm gonna try one more time. Okay. Please, please, please. Rachmanus. <laughs> Let's try one more time. By yichar af Hashem beUzo, and the anger of Hashem flared up about by against Uzo by Akeu Shom al Hashal, and Hashem hid him over there because of the shal. And the Pasuk says, Vayom Hashem, and he died there with the Aaron of Hashem. So what does it mean, Al-Hashal? Rabbi Yechonam Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Yechonam Rabbi Lazar argued about what does it mean, Al-Hashal? Charomar once says, Al-Iske Shalu. That he died, Al-Iske Shalu, because of his actions, Shalu is a lotion of a mistake. Shkogo, Rashi says, because of the actions that he made by mistake, this mistake that he made to carry or to stick out his hand uh, to try to hold the Aaron. The Omar, and one says that it was more than that. Sha'as, what the Shal is referring to is Sha'asa Tzrocha of the Fanov, that he, he relieved himself, the Fanov, in front of. The Aaron. Now that doesn't mean literally that it was in front of the Aaron. Obviously, he's not going to do that. What it means is, is that he went behind the wall and he relieved himself, but it was in a direct line to the Aaron, which is inappropriate. And that's what the pasuk means that he stuck his hand out, and because he had relieved himself in such a uh, uh, demeaning or disgraceful manner in a direct line to the Aaron. He died at this moment. Now, shal is a lotion of coming down. Okay? Shil shul. Okay, it's coming down. Shal shalas is a chain that comes down. Right? Shal means to come down. And what it's referring to, al shalu, it's referring to, when the Pasuk says, vayakeu shom, al hashal, it's al shalu, it's, I'm sorry, it's, all, it's on the fact that he did something like coming down, meaning, shalas atzrachah, he really, he relieved himself, the fun of, so to speak, in front of the Aaron. Again, not literally, behind the wall, but it was in a direct direction of the Aaron. Okay? And that's why he died. So again, he died, it's like a, it's like a double thing. According to the first chapter, you have to understand why the Pazik has to say that. But we're not going to get into that right now. The point is, that he died, Hashem, Hashem Be'uzah, and he died there, according to the first shot, is just because of this mistake of thinking he has to hold the Aaron. And the second shot is that he was chayte, he sinned in the sense that he had something shal coming down, relieving himself. He did that in a disrespectful manner in front of the Aaron. And therefore, when he stuck his hand out at that moment, he died. Okay, so it was like a double mistake kind of thing. Those are the two pshatim. Okay? Mark, what's bothering you? You good? I'm good. Okay. Just give me a face. Vayom Hashem. 
The Pasuk continues and says, And he died there, Im Ha'arayn, Im Arayn Ho'elikim. Next to, Im over here, in the flow of the Pesukim, means next to, meaning with, next to the Arayn of Hashem. Ba'yom Hashem, and he died there, Im Arayn Ho'elikim. What does this teach us? Says the Gemara, Amr Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechonan says, Uza ba la'ilam haba. Uza, despite his chet, his serious chet, he came to Elam Haba, Shinamar, as it says in the Pasuk, Im Aroin Ho'elakim, with the Aron of Hashem. What does that teach us? Ma Aroin, Ma Aroin, just like the Aroin, La'oilam Kayam, is forever um, around, meaning, why? Why is it around? Because Melech Cheskiyahu hid the Aron away. So it's always Kayam. What is Kayam? It's established or it's an existence. Af Uza, so to Uza, Ba he will come to Elam Haba, which is of Eidik, which is Lenetzach. Good question. Say that again? Good question. It's, it's, it, was, it was an illegal procedure. No, 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 no. The question was illegal. <laughs> um, it's pastas. I mean, look. Yeah. No, it's, it is a good question. It deserves. Um, <laughs> it's called the called Milsa the Amar Achmana Leisavidi Oven Mahani Leivah Leiv Mahani. That's not like it's more of a person. But anyways, um, huh? Yeah. Well, the point is. I don't know. I don't know the, the exact thing, but it would seem like this is almost a level of kfira. It's almost a level of kfira. The second one. The second one. The second one is a disrespectful thing, but even putting your hand out. This is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you something. Vayichar... I'm sorry. Vayichar the David... And it was Vayichar Ledavid. We'll see what that means in a minute. Al Asher Poretz Hashem Peretz Beuza. Vayichar Ledavid. And it was Vayichar Ledavid to David. Al Asher Poretz Hashem Peretz Beuza. On the fact that Hashem, so to speak, um, you know, uh, made such a, a uh, took out his wrath on Uza. Poretz is like a breach. Okay, you have something holding strong, and he took a a break in in the removing Uza. Alasher Parat that Hashem made a breach. Peretz a breach. He breached a breach in Uza. Okay, something like that. I mean, that's the exact translation. Um, what it means is in the fact that Uza was made as like a carbon. That there's, here there is this whole celebration that David Amalek is dancing, that his wife thinks he's dancing like a Meshugana, but he's dancing like crazy. It's a, it's a big simcha. And here you have Uzzah, a great Tamil Chacham, a great Tzaddik, someone on David Amalek's staff, so to speak, who dies like this. All of a sudden, Hashem is going to ruin the simcha, so to speak. Okay? How would you translate? Parats Hashem Parats. Huh? Yeah, okay. So that's the literal translation. But the point is that Hashem 
so to speak, ruined the, the joyful occasion over here with Uzzah dying. Amr Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar says, what does it mean by Yichar le David? It doesn't mean anger. It means Shenishtanu Panov, that his face turned colors. Shenishtanu is to change. Shenishtanu Panov, that his face turned, changed colors. Kicharoro, like a charoro. A charoro is literally translated as a biscuit. People call it a biscuit. I'm sure your kid had it in the Gemara in, uh, in, the Mac, in Babakama, in Hakainis. Um It means, it's basically a biscuit that was barbecued directly on the coals. And it would change colors. Rashi says, Uga. It's like a cookie that's put directly on the coals. So David Amalek's face changed. You know, from the uh, shock of Uzzah dying. That's what it means. By Yichar le David, and David Amalek's face changed colors in shock from the whole thing that happened over here. Okay? Practic Amara, one second. By Yichar means to change colors, like a Charara. Alamayata, but now, kol Hecha Dechsiv. Anytime it's written in the Pazak, by Yichar. The word Vayichar, Hachanami, does it also mean Vayichar? Like that? Every time it says Vayichar, El Mayata. Here we're saying Vayichar means to change colors like a Kharoro. El Mayata. I'm sorry? It says Vayichar Ludavid. You see Vayichar Ludavid? Alashem Parat, Hashem Parat, Uzo. And the Gemara is saying it means Shedeshtanu Panav Kharoro. Anytime it says Vayichar, Halchanami, is that what it means to change colors? Usually it means that Hashem gets angry. So what's the Pshat? And for the Gemara, Hasam over there, meaning in general, Ksiv Af. It says Vayichar Af. And the anger of Hashem flared up. Halcha over here, like Ksiv Af. It doesn't say Af. I'm going to go a little weiter for a minute. Dorash Rova. Rova Darshant. Mipnei ma nenash David. Why did David get such a punishment? That through his action, Uzzah died. David was the one who put the Orin on the wagon. And then it fell off. And then it was, but it was somewhat through his actions that Uzzah died. Mipnei ma. Why was it that nenash David, that David was punished to have such a tra- tragedy Happen as a result of something he did, and says Rava Mipnei because Shakara the Divreitora Zmiris. He called Divreitora Zmiris a song. Shenemers it says in the pasuk Zmiris Hayulichikachukecha. Your chukim, your Torah was like Zmiris to me. Bebeis Megurai in my dwelling of fear, meaning David Amalek was saying when I was on the run. And I was in fear for my life, whether it was from Shaul, from the Plishtim, whatever it may be. Zmirois, Hayulichikacha, your Torah was like a song to me. It was like the balm for my, my soul. The base Migurai in my dwellings of fear. Migurai is a lotion of fear. When I was fighting, when I was running away and I was hidden, 
I was hiding in the, in the whatever it may be, your Torah was what I was learning, and it was like a song to me. And Hashem says to him, Divrei Torah, Torah, Shekosuv Bahen, that it's written about them. Hasoif Enecha, if you close your eyes, Hasoif Enecha Boy, if you close your eyes to it, Ve'enenu, and it will be gone. Meaning, you have to constantly have it on your mind, you have to constantly be thinking about it. Hasoif Enecha Boy, if you close your eyes to it, Ve'enenu, and it will be gone. You're calling it a song? Where you sing it and you, it's just off your lips and it's gone? Torah has to be something that is a serious matter. It's not just you sing it and it's like a flippant thing. Behold, I will make you stumble. I will make you stumble. In something. That even children, students in a yeshiva, in a cheder, yoidin, they know. Yoidin, I saw, they know it. The chsev, as it says in the Pasuk, that all of the people who carried the kalim for the mishkan got wagons, who live kahas, but to the sons of kahas, lay nosan. Moshe did not give them wagons, ki avoides hakodesh aleihem. Because their job was to carry the, the Kodesh, meaning the Aran, which doesn't get a wagon, the, the uh, Kalim, the Ihu, and he, David, Asya, he brought it, Ba'agalta, on a wagon. Period. So David HaMelech, as a result of the fact that he said, it's like a song, which gave a, a flippant kind of... Uh, description of his relationship to Torah, which Torah has to be a serious thing, that it's constantly on my mind, that I'm constantly uh, saying it, that is why Hashem said, I'm going to make you make a mistake in something that is so posh that everyone knows.